Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV. What you're about to experience is a free, worldwide interactive broadcast from Ontario, Canada. We broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Get your questions in. Join the community chat room at www.category5.tv or email us at live at category5.tv. And now, let's begin. Here's your host, Robbie Ferguson. Welcome to episode number 217 of Category 5 Technology TV. It's Tuesday, November the 7th, no, the 15th. Why do I do that every Tuesday? I forget the date. There it is. It's the 15th of 2011. It's nice to have you here. Uh, tonight we've got lots going on. Uh, we've got Mark Ruel is joining us from Brother Canada. He's going to be talking to us about uh, establishing technology within our home office that's going to uh, improve our home office environment for us. Uh, also, we are going to be uh, we're going to be talking about a brand new device from Thermaltake. It's called the Doctor Power Two, and it is going to allow us to test our power supplies to make sure that we are going to get the best performance and the best life out of our computers. Yay. So stick around. Yay! Dr. Power. Sounds like a soft drink. Dr. Power, that's what it's called. Yeah, Dr. Power. We'll talk all about it in just a few. Hey, nice to see everybody in the uh, in the chat room there. Ooh, thanks for the compliment, Invisible Mutant. I am Robbie Ferguson, and welcoming your uh, your questions in the chat room or email us live at category5.tv. Hello. Oh, when did you get here? <laughs> <laughs> this is my cue, really way. belated that cue. Was cue. He's like, before the show, he's like, make sure I say my name, you say your name. And I'm like, gotcha. And then, yeah. <laughs> All right. So coming up in the newsroom, can you trust the App Store? Find out why the answer is probably no. Um, Pogo Plug is now offering free online cloud storage entirely compatible with their devices. And scientists plan to recre- recreate the conditions of Earth's core. So stick around. These stories are coming Ooh, up later. It's going to be hot. It's going to be a hot news story, I tell you. Wowee. Hey, check out our mobile site. Category 5 is available on your device. Dun, 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 dun. And you can go to mobile.cat5.tv to check it out. And we are streaming live right now to your iPod Touch or iPhone 4 or uh, 4S device. I wanted to say 5. You know I wanted to say 5. We all wanted to say 5. But alas. Anyway, mobile.cat5.tv for our mobile site. Check it out. Uh, also, uh, you can visit our new online store. We, uh, we've updated our Cafe Press store. You can go to cat5.tv slash shop. You'll be able to get a, a Category 5 mug, a decal for your laptop. That's it? Yeah, you know, like a mouse pad. A mug? A mug for drinking your coffee out of. Go to our store. You can get a Go mug. to our store. You can get a t-shirt that says Category 5 on it. You, you can be a, a Category 5 <laughs> groupie. You got to put a bit more in the store than that, Rob. E. Oh, we'll work <laughs> on it. So check it out. Cat5.tv slash shop. We got a good start going on there at Cafe Press for our uh, Season 5 merch. And uh, if you pick something up, make sure you take a picture of yourself with that piece of merch. And uh, we'll certainly give you some viewer points in exchange. Perfect stocking stuffer from um Cat Five. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> what is this Category Five? Christmas to remember. It's like TV, <laughs> Mom, but it's on the internet. What? TV on the internet? What's that? Yeah, it's the hardest thing to explain to people too. But hey, this is the way things are going, my friends. <laughs> Oh, so good to see everybody. Nice to see some f- uh, friendly faces that we haven't seen for quite a while in the chat room there. Abby, Abby, Abby. 
joining us. Jot as well, Jot and Abby, 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 and myself used to play uh, quite a bit together on Planet Calypso, mm-hmm. which was, those were good times. Now it's like, you know, Jot's off on another planet, and, I, and Abby is, is had a hard drive crash or some crazy thing, so I'm in there, and I'm playing all by myself with other people. Summer Girl is in there, and everything else. But or they've all gone on to better games. No, there's no such thing. It's no, an old game, the graphics. No. Oh, we're going to have to get her in, because she hasn't seen it in about two years. Version you 9. You showed me the other week, and it was just no, him did stuck not. in a room. He couldn't get out of it. You showed me, and you're like, okay, I come back down the hall. <laughs> that was when my computer was completely busted. That's why I was stuck in a room. Hello? Seriously? <laughs> Bad example, Rachel. Wow, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it is such a pleasure to have Mark Ruel uh, joining us again tonight. Uh, Mark, it's good to see you. Good to see you again, Robbie. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, it's been a while. uh, About a year ago we had Mark on the show, you remember, and uh, Mark talked to us about uh, organizing ourselves in our office. And Mark, one of the things that has always stayed with me since the last time you were on the show uh, back last October, early November, uh, was that, that one thing that you said. You said, touch it once. And it's such a simple thing to say, but it stuck with me. And I'll, t- I'll tell you the truth. It actually impacted my work ethics in the office and, and has really made a difference uh, over I the remember, past year yeah, for handle me. Handle it once, meaning um, if you have a pile of papers in front of you, if you're going to take something and do something about it, make sure that you go all the way on that one document to make sure that after you can throw either throw the document away or file it or whatever. But once it's handled, it's done. So, in other words, don't pick it up and put it back down and pick it up and put it back down. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that's yeah. what we tend to do in today's world is you get an email and it's like, oh, I'll set that aside and I'll get to it or I'll put it in my agenda to get to it. And I'm finding, you know, over the past year, just actually responding at least and saying, okay, here's what's going to happen uh, has yeah. really pushed things along. So I appreciate that. And uh, it's, it's a real pleasure to have you back on the show. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Mark, of uh, course, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I'll let you introduce uh, your company. Everybody's familiar with Brother. Uh, Mark joins us from Brother here in Canada. And uh, yeah, I'll let you, I know you're, you're anxious to, uh, to tell us about uh, what you've been up to over the past year and what, uh, what you're doing these days. Well, these days uh, we've been, you know, putting out new products and uh, basically geared towards home office and small office. Uh, that's basically our area of expertise. And, um, you know, the home office is a growing trend uh, right now in Canada. Uh, there was a study that was recently done by Ipsos Reid uh, for Brother, and it shows that uh, fully half of working Canadians actually work out of their home office at least part of the time. So. And uh, they do this for various reasons, uh, but namely the main reasons are because it's more comfortable, right? And also because it's a very flexible arrangement. And more and more employers are, are finding that, uh, that arrangement flexible too. So uh, there's a lot of need for uh, technology to go into the home office. But one of the things that struck me about this study is that um, only two out of ten people actually enjoy the fact that their home office was productive and efficient. So that's not a big percentage of people who are satisfied mm-hmm. you know with the efficiency of their home office so uh, what I brought with me today is uh, like a few tools uh, that you can work with uh, in your home office to increase your productivity help you get uh, help you get uh, on your feet and, and really productive and organized in the home home sure. office I, one of the first things I brought is, uh, is is an iPad to demonstrate a couple of apps actually uh, that are cool for the home office uh, let me just uh, go into them. Uh, one of the, the apps that we found uh, that, that works pretty cool uh, for the home office is called Dropbox. 
you may be familiar with it. You know, some mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah. listening might be familiar with it. But uh, it's actually an app that it's like a virtual hard drive on the internet that you can upload files to and share with people. And um, the cool thing about it is it's a free app. Uh, you know, up until uh, two gigs of space, you can right. get that. And uh, and um, I mean, for people who have email and are, always run into the problem of um, having uh, files that are too big to email, it's it's really a good solution. So it's a great app to have. Um, and another app that we found that uh, well, of course, is my favorite is uh, the Brother Eye Print and Scan app, which uh, which is enables you to wirelessly print or scan uh, from an all-in-one uh, like this one over here, the mm-hmm. uh, 825. This is one of our most recent models that uh, that came out. It's uh, jam-packed with uh, with all sorts of uh, cool features, and and one of them being the Eye Print and Scan. And uh, for example, I'll just grab a document here, and I'll put it into the uh, to the machine. And hit the scan button, and we'll get a scan going. And yep. I mean, w- wireless technology is all about the freedom of you know moving about your home office and, and doing things inside your home office, uh, free from being stuck to wires. And and it, it's good for especially for the home office because you're often moving between the home office and uh, and your house itself, right? So it's right. Uh, it, it helps in that flexible arrangement. One of the things, Mark, that I found hard when I was working from home was uh, not just that being uh, able to have multi-functions and, and all that kind of stuff, but, but clutter was really the big issue. And well, um, using Wi-Fi like this, so you're actually scanning directly through Wi-Fi. Yeah, I just scan that document directly into the, into the iPad that easily. Yeah. It was that simple. And, and you bring up a good point about clutter, because um, if, say for example, you've got a lot of hard copy laying around your office, and I think as people discover multi-function machines, or like all-in-ones, uh, one of the features that they often are not um, familiar at first with is scanning, and yet that feature has a lot of power to it. Uh, like I was saying, if you have a lot of stuff, a lot of paper lying around your office, you can actually scan that all into the computer, mm-hmm. organize it in your computer, and take the hard copy and just shred it. So you right. can imagine how much more clean your home office will be if you do that, if you get rid of all the hard copy and just keep it on your computer. Obviously, you know, you need backups as well. You, you sure, have a backup yeah. hard drive or maybe you're backing up on the cloud. But the, the important thing is to, is to uh, you know, is to feel more organized in your home office. And that's absolutely a great way to do it. Yeah, as I'm getting more and more um, into uh, the mobile technology of even something simple like my iPod Touch, and mm-hmm. your app obviously is going to work on this device too, and Android yep. as well, I would expect. Yeah, it works with uh, with the uh, with the iPad, the iPod Touch. Uh, it works with the uh, also with the Android powered phones. Great. Sure. So w- when I scan, if I put something into my brother's scanner and I scan it to say my iPod Touch, where is that file within my cloud? Where does that actual file reside? Well, it uh, it resides first of all in your image uh, in, in your image application and in the there, in the device itself. Yeah, within okay. the device itself. Yeah. And then you can move it to, to wherever you wish. You can email it to someone or, or um, basically it stays within the image application. So like uh, my image role, for example, my photo? Exactly. Okay. Yep. So, uh, and I'd like to draw viewers' attention as well to an app called Pogo Plug, just because you were mentioning uh, Dropbox. And what I actually use is a, is a device slash app combo called Pogo Plug. 
And with that device, unlike Dropbox, where you get the two gigs or possibly more if you get a, a better deal uh, for free, with the Pogo Plug, I'm not sure if you've heard of it, Mark, but... I, I read about one of your uh, your users was like going crazy about it, and he said, I don't even need it, but I want to get it. Oh, absolutely. Well, with the, with my Pogo Plug and my iPod Touch, I've got an 8-gig eight, eight iPod Touch. So now, com- combined with the Brother technology to scan in here, now I can transfer to my external hard drive through my virtual cloud, through my Wi-Fi, to my Pogo Plug connected USB hard drive, very much like the Dropbox scenario where you could upload something to Dropbox and it's available to you now from your device from anywhere. It's a similar kind of scenario, but unlimited amounts of space because I can add my own hard drives as I go. So it's it's amazing the way that this uh, we were talking with Asigra last week about the cloud and how I've I'm seeing the cloud really becoming personal with devices like what you're offering here with uh, with your new multifunction centers with the Wi-Fi and I know you've been yeah. working on perfecting that technology for some time. How do you exactly. see the cloud really? And we're using the the term the cloud, but this kind of files just kind of floating and and being available to you everywhere. How does that impact the home office? Well, I think it has some practical applications in the home office for sure. Uh, backup is one of the first and more practical ones, the safe, you know, the one mm-hmm. that will help you uh, become safer. But we've also noticed that there's a trend moving from wireless, like a subtrend of wireless, which is um, web connectivity. And uh, for example, um, a model like this one uh, can connect and uh, so you can actually like scan, for example, a photo and upload it to Flickr, uh, Google Docs, right? Uh, wow, and, and, and other and other applications on the web uh, that are you know that are designed for that kind of use. Right. You could also go and fetch them from those applications on the web. So there's a you know we find that there's a trend going from wireless into uh, connectivity with mm-hmm. the web directly from the machine, and you don't even need your computer to do that. And that's one of the things that we're seeing is that we're stepping away from having to sit at a desk. We're sitting at a coffee shop with our tablet or device. And being able to do all the things that uh, that we're doing, as far as networked pr- uh, printing goes, something that I've always been curious about because I see the option, and I know my Pogo Plug also supports network connected printing and stuff. But I know also the Brother printers have the Wi-Fi capability directly within my home. Uh, how am I able to use my Brother printer to to print from my device? Well, uh, it's if so long as your brother printer is on your wireless network and has mm-hmm. its own its name on the on, on the on the wireless network, you can use your device to print to it. Um, it's either uh, many many brother printers and all the ones have uh, wireless connection or or Ethernet connection if you want to plug directly into your wired router as well. And it's it's usually a very very simple operation to to set these up. I mean, one of the things that we are constantly um, concerned with is user friendliness. I mean, you know, we're talking about all sorts of technology, but in essence, the really important thing is that they be easy to use, and uh, that—that's one. I think that's one of been one of our hallmark uh, things that we've worked on in the past years is is to offer this technology. But you know, stuff that only you, you need a few a, a, a few simple steps to be able to use it with. Right. Yeah. And it's been very intuitive. I, I use a, a brother printer myself, and, and the interface is very intuitive, very easy to use, even for a, a really novice user. Um, so I'll, I'll, I know uh, I'll, I'll just kind of let you uh, speak about uh, about the, the home office and where you yeah, see this well, technology you know, going. Yeah. 
and, and we got pretty far into... Uh, I know, I, I, I get off on a tangent, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's, it's really interesting, so that, that's why we always talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are also technologies that are really uh, much simpler, but can be just as effective for the home office. I'll give an example. I brought this, this is a... Right. Uh, a, uh, it's basically a P-Touch labeler. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a portable labeler that you can use in your home office, and the great particularity about this machine is that you can print on different colored labels with it, and they're very, fairly easy to change. It's just a cassette like this that you remove and put back in like that, and you, you've been able to change your color. Well, what's the application of that? Well, for example, uh, you've got a lot of hard copies still in your in your home office. Uh, perhaps you have uh, file folders that you put them in. Well, you can develop a color-coded system uh, where you actually mm-hmm. have file folders um, that are coded, uh, like this, for example, and yep. which enables you to choose the right folder. Say so I'm going to take the financial folder. I just I I don't even have to read what's on the label. I'll just grab the one that's blue. Right. And right. You can do that in the blink of an eye. Uh, so. Color coding actually helps you find things faster. So it's it's a really simple uh, technology application, but it, it actually works. It's it's something that's that's very effective I, uh, I, to keep things simple and, and fast to find. Right. I realize like uh, some people may think, oh well, that seems so obvious and so. But I, one thing I love my P Touch labeler. I mean, it can be used for so many different things. But when you're looking, when I look in my file drawer, quite often I do get lost among you know just tons and tons of files, and that that makes sense. That color coding, uh, you even have the capability with your P Touch labeler to add little patterns and uh, when I do my wine bottles I even use it to label my wine and I put a little uh, couple of grapes on the on the label and it's all there so we're, yeah and where the labeler becomes really cool is that we have a series in the line of labelers that are that are connectable to your computer really which means that you okay. can take any any type of graphic or text from your computer slap it onto the label uh, sometimes you can just take it by um, uh, by screen capture or you can type it in or you can go fetch oh. it as an image uh, somewhere uh, in, in a file Put it on the label and, and print it out. So you can basically have uh, the freedom to print just about anything on your label uh, when these uh, when the machines are connected to PC. So it's it's uh, it's a great application to get creative in the home office to, mm-hmm. to, to be able to organize yourself. Very good. And I think uh, organization really comes from the sense of uh, of um, wanting to be organized and having the right mindset when you walk into the office. I, w- I was saying this to a few people I've, I've, I've met over uh, the tour that we just did, and uh, I, w- I was asking them, well, would you, would you sit in your home office and work in your pajamas? <laughs> you know, how does that make you feel? So, so uh, what I recommend is that you dress as if you're going to your real office when yeah. you're working in your home office. So it kind of, uh, it kind of tunes you in. I mean, it, it's got an effect that's, uh, that's beyond... Um, or I should say, it's not—it's not really a conscious effect, but it's—it's—it's it's, it's really something that that you feel when you're in that that type of clothes. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I, I like I say, I, I was self-employed for nine years, and I know exactly what you're talking about. And and Murphy's law, there's something about it where if I'm sitting around in my bathrobe, you know, that's the day that someone's server is going to go down, and I'm out the door. So, yeah, but but there is that mindset where, yeah, if I get up and I dress appropriately for work, as even though I'm working at home. It really puts you in that frame of mind to, to be productive. It, sure. It's a simple tool. Yeah, it's one of those the simple tools that you can use for the home office. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going back to uh, what we, we were talking about uh, inkjet machines mm-hmm. and uh, all the features that come on them. One of the trends we've we've also noticed in the past uh, 
past few years has been the trend towards uh, business inkjet machines. So people in their home office want to get uh, more more serious business inkjet machines that can print more copies. Um, and we've come out with a line that's actually 11 by 17 printing uh, business right. machines. And we've yeah. had actually quite a lot of success with them, more than we uh, we, we actually yeah. imagined. What's the footprint uh, on a machine like that? Because 11 by 17 is, is pretty massive. It's uh, it's uh, not much bigger than uh, well yeah eleven by seventeen is is you know, I'll just show you what what the actual size of the printout is this is like if you take two eight and a half by eleven printouts that's what that's what eleven by seventeen is so and um, obviously the, the the advantage of this is you can, you you're actually doing your own marketing here you can right. you you can create your own uh, your own posters or stuff like that with with an eleven by seventeen machine and the machine itself is a bit bigger than the small one here the uh, that this is the the eight twenty five but yeah. uh, uh, the um, the home office uh, version but you can but this is a big a bit bigger and more business more professional series right and um it it still fits in your office pretty well if you compare it to uh say printers that that existed even 10 years ago i know it's actually it's pretty amazing looking at this so that one on my left your right is printing at 11 by 17 this one on my left yeah this one uh, well yeah on on your left. My life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the great things about it is that uh, people also have a um, you know concern about uh, about saving money on ink, and and a machine like this can address it because it, it, you can actually get uh, super high yield cartridges like this one, that oh. uh, for example, which will uh, which will give you approximately twenty four hundred pages per cartridge. So wow. uh, this is uh, big cartridges for for business use or people who just print a lot, you know. Yeah. And certainly, if you're using this, uh, it's it's nice not to have to change your cartridge on a regular basis. Uh, home businesses often it's yep. it's it's tough to get out and get to the store, buy a new cartridge, and sometimes you don't always have one on hand. So there's the, that factor as well. Yeah, that that's also helpful as well. Yeah. So these are both duplexing printers, I understand that's right. as well. Yeah, they both uh, print on on uh, on both sides of the page, which uh, is an obvious advantage because. Um, you can create documents that look that much more professional if they're printed on both sides. Save time uh, as well. Duplex printing obviously is good for the environment. It uh, it saves mm -hmm. on paper, mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's it, it it also it'll save you money because mm -hmm. uh, you're saving on paper, and uh, it's uh, it's basically a great feature and it's something that people are, are are asking for more and more, and that's right. why we're integrating it into so many uh, machines in our lineup. It's interesting that you mentioned uh, the the conservation of paper and and eco friendliness um what is you know as a small business we we want to be eco-friendly we want to be eco-minded eco as much as possible sometimes it's not always possible we look for devices and look for products that are going to help us that way what is brother's uh response to to that need for for users who are looking to be more eco-friendly in their home office well, we've been building features like duplex printing recently uh, into the machines, but also there, there are features like, uh, for example, uh, draft print that we've built in, which which help you save on ink. And obviously, if you're changing cartridges less often, you're throwing less into the environment, uh, into the into the garbage. Uh, we also have features like N-in-one printing, which is uh, the taking of, uh, say, four different pages and printing them on, on one page. That's and cool. you can do for example, if, yeah, exactly. If you have if you have a, a seventy page document and you want to proof it before actually printing it, well, print with N and one, and you've you've saved it. You've you've cut that down by a, you know one quarter, two one quarter of its of its original size mm. uh, in terms of paper that you're using and ink as well. Very cool. I love the idea of the super high yield cartridge as well. I always buy high yield, yep. not knowing that the super high yield is is uh, available. That's fantastic. So yep. that makes a big yep. difference too. I mean, people need to realize that. 
not only are we changing the cartridge less frequently, but that's a lot less going into the landfill, and that can yeah. make that can make a big difference as well. The that's the cartridges are they recyclable as well? Well, yeah, that's that's another particularity of the brother products that you'll find uh, is uh, uh, well, at least the laser products. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, yeah, sorry. Obviously, the the, the the inkjet cartridges can be recyclable if you bring bring them to the, your uh, to your local uh, e- your local eco well like the your local for- eco center. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, so I mean, and the, they'll they'll uh, dispose of them there. there but go. we also have a recycling program for certain of our our laser cartridges. And the particularity of our laser cartridges is that the the drum and toner are separate. For example, when you oh. buy a single unit uh, laser uh, cartridge, you have the the whole system of drum and toner are integrated into one. Yep. But it so happens that the drum unit lasts a lot longer. Uh, than uh, than people think, and uh, we've developed a system where the drum can stay in your machine, and you're just changing the cartridge, and, and the drum will have to be disposed of, or recycled, or you know sent back, um, yeah. uh, basically after twenty thousand pages or yeah. twenty five thousand pages. So it, the, the drum has a much longer life, and uh, we take advantage of that, and we change the toner instead of the toner and drum every time. Very good. We're talking with Mark Ruel from Brother Canada, and uh, we will be right back after this quick message uh, from one of our sponsors uh, with Mark. And uh, we've got a, a great announcement because we're going to be giving away one of these uh, one of these printers to you as well. So stick around. Whether hitting the road or the dusty trails, Liquid Image Canada captures the action with a true point of view HD video camera built directly into a high quality MX goggle. It records every bit of the excitement exactly how you see it. If high octane isn't your thing, take a relaxing underwater adventure and capture it forever in high definition video with a high quality underwater camera mask from Liquid Image Canada. Perfect for the enthusiast snorkeler or the deep sea diver. Check out the entire line of camera masks for every sport. LiquidImageCanada.com This is Category 5 Technology TV. You'll find us online www.category5.tv. I'm your host, Robbie Ferguson. And I'm Rachel Shu. We've covered that. She's getting quick. She's getting quick. We are joined tonight by uh, by Mark Ruel, who joins us from Brother Canada, and it's uh, fantastic having you here. And uh, now, Mark, I'll let you uh, I'll let you uh, chat a little bit more before we uh, we get going. We've got to get uh, into our news segment here. Sure. But- I would say, uh, basically, uh, to wrap up, I would say, you know, there's a lot of great technology out there for home offices. Um, sometimes it's simple, sometimes it's it's really sophisticated, but uh, the important thing is that uh, to take advantage of this technology to increase the productivity in your office, and you'll get more organized for sure. If uh, you want to see more of uh, more some of this kind of equipment mm-hmm. and kind of uh, for the home office, you can go to brother.ca as well uh, to, to have a look. Very good. I see that uh, you've also introduced a, a Twitter account as well, Brother Canada. So we'd encourage yep. our viewers to uh, to go follow them. Uh, they just started that account, uh, I understand, about a week ago. So welcome yep. welcome to Twitter. And uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and it's really been great having you on the show once again, Mark. Now, uh, we are going to be giving away one of these multifunction centers that are behind you here. Yeah. That's right. This is uh, an MFC uh, J835DW. It, uh, it has two-sided printing. It's wireless. Uh, it's Web Connect, so you can upload photos or download photos from uh, places like Google Docs and um, uh, Picasa and, 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 and other such sites. And uh, it also actually prints on CDs. We didn't talk about that, but oh. uh, you can actually, uh, here, uh, you have a tray, and you can actually um, put your CD in there and print on it. Very so cool stuff. That's just about everything except coffee. <laughs> well then, I don't know. 
It's all good. It's all good. Mark, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, if you would like to win that beautiful printer there from Brother Canada, uh, visit our website uh, right in my blog. It's cat5.tv slash blog uh, for your chance to win. Mark, great having you on the show once again. You take care. Thanks again, Robbie. And I, uh, I look forward to having you on the show again sometime in the near future. Thank take you, care. Robbie. This is Category 5 Technology TV. You'll find us online, www.category5.tv. And, uh, yeah, well, it's, uh, it's very cool to, uh, to learn uh, about that kind of organization and how technology can, can drive our office to be more organized. No longer mm-hmm. self-employed myself. Mm-hmm. But I know we do have, you know, you may be self-employed or maybe you've got a home office. Uh, even if it's not for employment, it's good to keep yourself organized. And uh, Brother is, uh, is definitely at the forefront of that, so... Cool stuff. Cool. Were you going to say right. cool stuff? Yeah, I was going to say, but you said cool before stuff. me, so yep. yeah. Good, good. So um, you got some do you want to hear some viewer questions? Uh, you know what? I'm looking at the time, and we, you know, time just flies by in that first, uh, first oh. half, but uh, we, should, uh, we should probably jump right into the news if we could. Ooh, the news. Let's see if I can get through this without messing everything up. All right. I didn't give you anything too overly complex. I was, I was kind. Yeah. Alrighty. So here, a malicious piece of software designed for iPhones and iPads has been created to show that Apple's App Store is not immune to malware. Uh, The code was designed to look like a stock price tracker, but was also able to steal data. Experts said that the proof of concept program was a significant threat to the App Store. Um, Apple declined to comment, but removed the app and barred the developer from its store. The software was created by security expert and hacker Charlie Miller to demonstrate Apple's vulnerabilities. Apple accepted the program to its iTunes App Store in September. Two months later, Mr. Miller revealed that it contained malware that could remotely download pictures and contacts. He says, until now, you could just download everything from the App Store and not worry about it being malicious. Now you have no idea what the app might do. So Mr. Miller plans to present his research at a security conference in Taiwan this Thursday. And um, Pogo Plug, the remote access service that lets you connect to your hardware, has officially launched their own cloud. What? <laughs> I, I just imagined them releasing a cloud into the sky. Live free. Go free. <laughs> okay, so they've launched a cloud. All right, the cloud has been launched, people. <laughs> This is a free online storage service <laughs> that offers users five gigabytes of space to store whatever data they'd like. Unlike Pogoplug's remote access services, their cloud offering does not require any hardware components from the user. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get the image out of my head. <laughs> what is it with the news and new co-host people? Okay. Deja vu. Deja the vu. service can augment products like the Pogo Plug device and Pogo Plug software for computers, but won't replace them. If users would like more than five gigabytes of cloud storage, <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that funny. It's not funny at all. Cloud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, we're going to talk about a little cartoon in a few minutes. Then they can upgrade to paid accounts. 50 gigabytes of storage will go for $9.95. We're not getting through this, right? <laughs> okay. I'm fired. Okay. They will go for $9.95 a month. <laughs> 100 gigabytes will be $19.95 a month. Okay. But, of course, users can add their own post. Stop laughing. It's not Sorry, helping. I'm not... 
But of course, users can also add their own Pogo Plug device to add their own storage to the cloud using USB hard drives and a high-speed internet connection. All right, we got through it. You did? Woo! All right. (laughs) And now we have an experiment to recreate the extreme conditions of the center of the Earth. And this was officially opened on Thursday. The ID-24 beamline at the European Synchrotron Radiation Facility... Did I say that right? Synchrotron? Cloud. Don't. We'll use X-ray beams to subject iron and other materials to extra... No, I thought it said extraterrestrial temperatures. <laughs> Extraordinary temperatures and pressures. How the X-rays are absorbed should give insight into the mysterious processes going on at and near the Earth's core. The newly upgraded ID-24 makes it possible to focus the X-rays to a much smaller spot than existing facilities, just millionths of a meter. What is more, the reactions that go on as a matter is heated and squeezed can be monitored with a resolution hundreds of times higher with snapshots occurring every millionth of a second. The hope is that the work could unravel mysteries such as why the Earth's magnetic field can flip. The Earth's core, which is around 3,000 kilometers below sea level, can't be reached directly by scientists. In fact, research continues in an attempt to drill through just the Earth's outermost layer. The crust is at its thinnest between the oceans, Comparatively, the crust is just 10 kilometers thick. So it is left to laboratory experiments to attempt to recreate the conditions at the core to investigate how the Earth's magnetic field comes about, why it changes, and how shockwaves from earthquakes propagate through it. Um, Experts fear that such experiments may release toxic gases from the core, causing humans to mutate into Hulk-like forms. Wait a minute. (laughs) To find out more about that, visit esrf.eu. The category Newsroom is researched by Roy W. Nash and Simple 10 with contributions by our community of viewers. If you have a news story you think is worthy of on-air mention, email newsroom at category5.tv. For the Category 5 TV Newsroom, I'm Rachel Shu. Woo, got through it. You got through. <laughs> barely. Yes. Barely. What is it about clouds that make you laugh so? I don't know. It wasn't that funny. I just got going and couldn't stop. (laughs) (laughs) From now on, every time I do the news, she's just going to have like clouds. It's going to be all about the clouds. A word just thrown in. Oh, I'm just going to. I'm going to just do a search on Google News for cloud and just see what I can come up with. Unbelievable. Uh, So if you uh, if you didn't know before, now you know that we are not a news broadcast but that we are a Q&A broadcast, and we try to s- slip in some news about the cloud. But uh, sometimes we, we don't get through. But that's all good. So, uh, But we did receive some questions this week, and we're anxious to get to your questions, for sure. Okay, <laughs> so um, we have here Scott <coughs> Lewin, and hey, Scott. his question is, I'm thinking about purchasing a Kobovox. What do you think about it, and do you have any concerns sharing information between hmm. the Vox and Linux? No. Well, because the Kobo, Kobo Vox is uh, Android-based, right? So, Kobo Vox from KoboBooks.com. K-O-B-O. There it is. Kobo Vox. I don't think you're going to have any trouble with compatibility. I mean, it's, uh, it's Android, right? Look at their features list. Right. 
here's the one thing that is a little bit odd about the the Kobovox is that it is Android OS 2.3, and you know that uh, Android is up to version 4. So it's an older version of Android, but the thing is, is that maybe that's all that they need because it's really it's designed to be a reader that has some enhanced features like a color screen and and uh, the ability to do more than just read news and and read your books so um, so maybe there will be an update to a later version of Android down the road who knows but uh, I wouldn't have any concerns about that it's designed to be um, well it's Android right it's designed so that you can customize it so that you can access your stuff and uh, they're a good price cool specs too so kobobooks.com no concerns. No concerns. Alrighty. So we have another question from Dennis Westfall. Can I just say, if you do, uh, if I may, if you do end up buying that, I want to see a picture of you watching Category 5 on that device. Cool. Alrighty. So Dennis Westfall, he says, Hey, it Robbie, is. and surprisingly sexy co-host. This must have been meant for Eric's week. Oh, this was last week. Yes. Okay, yeah. I understand. So um, <laughs> I have a... Ubuntu 11.10 installed on my netbook. It's an IBL Lenovo ThinkPad X31. I have it turned tuned with 768 megabytes of RAM, and I'm wondering if there is an easy-to-use possibility to have a zoom feature okay. like you, you like you were using during the show. Since I'm partially sighted, I'd really need that since Orca doesn't have that feature anymore, and it's reading programs. Oh, and it isn't reading some programs for me like the Software Center. And some parts of web pages. Oh, I see. Uh, Orca being a uh, text-to-speech reader. So. Um, yeah, and that's. Is that it? Thanks for your help. Okay, Dennis. I mean, I know. I, we, well, we already said that we're not really a news show. We're we're a tech yeah, Q and A show. And, and when I say that, I mean we usually take tech questions and answer them with tech answers. Um, but I'm going to give you a little advice about the ladies. If you start your note with hey there, you are beautiful, do not wrap up your note with, I am visually impaired. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Just well, saying. at least it was for Just Eric's saying. week. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you're beautiful and I can't see. Okay, so <laughs> the tool that I use is, of course, part of Compiz. It's called Compiz Zoom or Enhanced Zoom. So when I bring up my desktop, and I can do this kind of fancy stuff. What I'm doing is I'm holding in the super key, the, the Windows logo key on my keyboard, and using the scroll wheel on, on my mouse. So because you're using Ubuntu, first thing I would do is see if you have compositing already running. If, if Compiz is running, you can just hold in that Windows key, uh, or super key, we'll call it, because we're, we're, you know, we don't want to call it a Windows key. And then scroll your, your mouse wheel, or uh, on your, on your uh, touchpad, you can use the the scroll just as if you were scrolling up and down a website. That will give you that effect if you have compositing running, which by default you will in Ubuntu if it's compatible with your system and it's detected and drivers are installed that are needed and stuff like that. So I guess then the other uh, real option, if you can't, if you don't have compositing, which is, you know, comp is, um, I'm going to go into terminal here and we'll just quickly install an application that may be of use to you. It's not going to give you the same effect as what I'm doing right there, uh, but we'll go sudo apt-get update, first of all. Well, and that helps if I type right. There we go. Enter your password. It's going to grab all your latest repository information. Okay. 
So that's just getting the latest lists from the web of the latest versions of all the software. There we go. Okay, so now sudo apt-get install, and there's a program called xzoom, just like that. Okay. And the reason I'm doing this in the terminal, now you could do this through Synaptic Package Manager, but you'll notice over the past couple weeks that I've really been trying to get you to try the terminal, because I don't want you to be afraid of it. sudo apt-get with a dash, install, xzoom, and hit enter. It's going to tell me what I need. In this case, it's just going to do it because it just needs the one package. If you need more, it might ask you to say yes or no. Here we go. All right, so now it's installed. So I'm not sure if it puts it on the menu. Let's see. I don't see it, but you can hit Alt F2. Uh, I'm sure it may be there somewhere. But uh, here's what we're going to do. From the terminal or hit Alt F2, I'm going to type in the word XZOOM or ZOOM. Hit Enter. And now I've got this thing. You see this? Okay. So if I click in this area, now I can drag this box. And when I drop it, now XZOOM is looking at that area of my screen. If I drag and drop, it's looking at that area. See? Okay, so it's a bit of a magnifier. What's cool about XZOOM here is now I can grab the edge just like any other application and I can, I can change the dimensions of it. Now I can grab that and I can go like this. And I'm dragging those, that magnifier all over my screen. Okay? So that may be helpful as an alternative if you don't have compositing. Again, that one's called XZOOM, and, uh, and it works awfully well. And it has, uh, it has the ability to run without having compositing. So if your system doesn't support what I have with the Windows key and, and scroll wheel on your mouse, then you might try XZOOM. Okay. I hope that that, uh, that that helps you out. Let us know uh, if that's effective for you or if you found, that, uh, or if you found something else. Uh, however you solve it, let me know. But remember my first tip there, my friend. All right, so um, I'm trying to find it here. Chris Reich, sure. I think, was asking uh, how you get to that Category 5 store from your website. Oh, it's, uh, it's well, it will be on the website. Right now it's, it's just in kind of beta top secret stuff, but it's cat5.tv slash shop. And, uh, and it will find its way to the website uh, within the next couple of weeks as we populate it with, uh, with more products. So, cool. Speaking of uh, new things on our website, we now, not a new thing, but something that was recently kind of emphasized on our website just so that people could find it. Because one of the questions that was coming in is, well, how do we know what's coming? Well, I get a lot of emails saying, well, what's going to be on the show this week? Or Twitter questions, what's going to be on the show this week? And, and so uh, last week, I actually added on Watch the Show. You'll see our program schedule. And this is simply a calendar. And it tells you exactly what's going on each week. And you can see that for tonight's episode, for example, there you are. And you can even see who the co-host is going to be. And that's available to you through our website, category5.tv, on Watch the Show program schedule. There's also the Global Showtimes, which, uh, which we brought back for Daylight Savings, uh, so that people can find the, uh, the times that the show is going to be broadcast in their area. Very cool stuff. Cool. So, do you have time for any more questions? I do, but first, uh, I'll just make mention that this episode of Category 5 TV is brought to you in part by Pogo Plug, and you'll find them online, www.cat5.tv slash Pogo Plug, and also Planet Calypso, cat5.tv slash Calypso. Just don't look at it when your computer's on the fritz. 
Mm-hmm. And certainly not the best time to show it don't off show to anyone. Yeah, check out this cool game, and he's just stuck in a room. Stutter, stutter, stutter. My mouse wasn't working, and I had no. I I had to just strafe. It was Great ridiculous. Great game, Rob. And that's yeah. how she judges it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we've got time for one more question, and I, I'm going to show you this very cool uh, Doctor Power Two from Thermal Take as well. All righty. So this one's from Leland. Hey, Leland. And he says, salutations, Catman crew. How do I turn off tap to click for my cordless keyboard using Ubuntu on my desktop? What's tap to click? Google it. Google it. How do I turn off tap to click? But then in brackets, he says tap to click for my cordless keyboard. Do you, I, I just tossing this out but do you mean how do you turn off your computer using the keyboard with just tapping to do it is he in the chat room are you in the chat room that you can clarify if that's what you mean you can hit control alt delete and then hit up or just whatever it takes Uh, when you hit control alt delete in linux you get this screen if i hit enter right there it will instantly shut down my machine so from my cordless keyboard or whatever keyboard it would do that if that's what you mean. No, the touchpad. From the from the little mouse pad? Take it, point to the <laughs> to the little menu thing. And then p- take it and point to the thing that says shut down and then click it. I have no idea what you're asking, dude. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Clarify he for says, me. Pu- he says no the touchpad. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't uh, understand. So touch and point to the shut down button. I don't know what you mean. Alrighty. Sorry, dude. Maybe it's a feature of that particular notebook or something that I'm not familiar with. I've never heard of tap to click. Maybe that's just a... We'll rule that one out to uh, geographical differences. (laughs) Cool. Cloud. Alright, well, hey. Have you ever... You build computers all the time, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. viewers, uh, I know there are many viewers who build their own systems, and one of the things that you may not realize, um, have you ever had to have your power supply changed in your computer? I don't know. Where Someone else comes not... and does it oh, okay. and fiddles with it, and it's better. But it's, a, it's actually a common <laughs> thing where the power supply would go, and you think you know there's something really severely wrong with the computer. Um, it can cause... You, your power supply could still work, but your computer could be failing blue screening if you're on windows there could be all kinds of weird issues it could be crashing for no apparent reason you could have data loss and regrettably there's also a chance of with a faulty power supply you could also have damage to your system things like burned out capacitors and things like that that could really cause issues because if you get a burned out capacitor on your motherboard you've got to replace the motherboard probably the cpu if it's an older system definitely the ram if it's an older system and then you get into you might as well just buy a brand new computer so it all comes back to the power supply and when we know if our power supply is good or bad it can really help us with not just preventative uh, issues but it can also help us to increase the performance of our computer to know that the power supply that we're using is is good it's working well and certainly is is uh, not feeding what we call dirty power to the computer um, so a computer is designed to receive very specific 
power. So you've got 12 volts, 5 volts, positive, negative, and it's got to be really clean power. If it's fluctuating, if it's bouncing around, if it's going up and then down and falling, then you wonder why, okay, well, why did my computer crash? Well, you have you don't even know that it's because your power supply just went up to 13 volts and then dropped down to 12 when it's supposed to be 12. Static, right? So a small investment would be to pick up a power supply tester. There are power supply testers like this one. This is the one that I used to use. It's a frozen CPU, and it worked pretty well. It was better than, it's better than the kind that just light up. Here's the thing, you can get a power supply tester that will just light up if there's power, but it doesn't tell you, again, is it going up to 13 volts? Is it dropping down to 11? You have no idea. So then, one-upping the frozen CPU model is this brand new device from Thermaltake. This is the Dr. Power 2. Ooh. Dr. Power. <laughs> <laughs> so now, this, this probably needs to be unboxed. I know. So... Let's go at it. Nine-hour unboxing. Nine-hour unboxing. Get Dr. ready, Power everyone. Two. What you need to know about this is that not only is this a power supply tester, but this has got all the features. It is able to test. Look at this. Top line. Designed to support every ATX power supply available today up to ATX 12-volt version 2.3. Oversized LCD panel. Very nice. Accurate voltage indication voltage indication so it doesn't just tell you if it's on or off it tells you what the voltage is and also it's got built-in output connectors for every kind of connector that you can think of let's take a look don't worry we are going to demonstrate this device really really simple stuff it's available for you dirt cheap through thermaltakeusa.com it's surprising how affordable this is let's unwrap this Maybe, Rachel, if you could bring up thermaltakeusa.com and, and find this device. Let's, we're going to unwrap all of the, uh, the stickers that they've got on here to protect it and make it look new when it arrives. So this is going to support... Now, you can see at the top there I've got CPU, I've got uh, Molex, and I've got PCI Express. I have Serial ATA up here, and I've got 24-pin motherboard connector here. So it's got all the connectors, but here's a bonus that uh, this standard uh, one does not have, is it's got a little switch there that allows us to not only turn it on, but also to rotate between features. So I have a power supply, just happen to have a power supply over here that is known to be broken. It's thermaltakeusa.com. This power supply came out of a system and it was actually running in the computer system. So the computer, remember, the computer was actually working. But they were wondering, why was it crashing? Why is it having so much trouble? Ooh, it's got and then it turns out, well, hey, there's something up with your power supply. A very, you know, what is a seemingly innocent component in your computer. So I'm going to take this 24 pin, just plug it in right there. I've got a blue screen, which tells me it's dead. No, I'm just kidding. Wouldn't that be ironic if it was a blue screen of death? Okay, I've got Molex here, which is your you know your old style adapter for uh, for drives and things like that. Components I've got. Let's see. Let's see what else I can pull off of this. I've got a uh, PCI Express. Okay. There we go. All right. So on my screen here, as soon as I hit power, now the the it's important to note that the power supply is currently off. There is no movement on this power supply at all. As soon as I hit the power button, now the power supply has turned on, and you'll see the screen is immediately 
turned red and things are starting to beep. I've got a failure on my 5 volt as well as a failure on my 12 volt. Everything else looks okay. PG value, that's power good, is, is fine. So a power, because power good is okay, your computer's still going to boot up. But you've got bad 12 volt and bad 5 volt. That could cause a lot of damage to your computer. If I push this button again, just so that you have a little understanding about what, uh, how this device works. So right now I'm looking at, as you see on the left-hand side here, we're looking at the 24 pin. Now it's turned off for safety's sake because it knows that this is a bad power supply. I'm going to turn it back on. I've got my 24 pin. This is the first one it's going to test. Now I'm going to switch over to, I push that button again and it switches to PCI Express. Again, it has failed. The 12 volt is bad. Push that button again. Switches over to my Molex adapter and again, 5 volt and 12 volt are both bad. So now I know that you know what, this power supply is going straight to e-waste. It's not safe for me to put this in my computer whatsoever. And you don't want to, uh, you don't want to take that risk. Kill the power. And eject all, eject all the uh, devices. You found it there. Uh, if you go to on, on thermaltakeusa.com. This is just something that you want to have in your, in your kit bag. Absolutely. Because... You never know when you're going to need it. You never know when you're going to have weird problems that you want to determine if it is the power supply. And as I'm saying, this thing is an affordable piece of kit. So go to thermaltakeusa.com. Let's, uh, let's find it on their website together. Power supply, I'm sure. Power supply tester. There it is. Dr. Power 2. The price is surprising at US dollars, only 40 bucks. And as far as, you know, I've been in the industry for many, many years. And this, is, this has got to be the most feature-packed power supply tester. As I said, uh, I am deprecating my frozen CPU uh, power supply tester because of this, uh, which I paid more for, incidentally. Um, but this is going to help you to avoid damage to your computer by even plugging in a power supply. You buy a new power supply for your computer, plug it into this first, make sure that it's good. I've had it happen where a brand new power supply out of the box uh, was giving uh, bad voltage on one of the channels. So, And this warns me about that. So... Definitely check that out, thermaltakeusa.com. It's called the Dr. Power 2, and uh, it's available for $40 US. Cool. Thermaltake uh, products are fantastic. They build power supplies. This is not a Thermaltake power supply, obviously. We run all Thermaltake power supplies here, and they're, they're, they've been incredibly reliable. Um, but you can find them everywhere because they are a very well-known uh, company. They make some great gear. So check it out. Cool. Hey, chat room. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Category5.tv. Hey, Jot. Garby. Any greets to uh, new viewers in the chat room tonight? Don't forget we're giving away that brother MFC printer, multifunction center. Visit my blog. Garby, uh, a good guy, is asking in the chat room if I can tell you the model number. Well, visit my blog, cat5.tv slash blog, and when you're there, you're going to see that uh, I've got all the information there for you to qualify to win that. Cool? That's my little trick. I could give it to you, but go to the blog, and then you'll have gone to my blog. It's important to me. Yeah. Nobody new uh, joining us in the chat room? Uh, Nitrofish is saying, well, I'm not new this week, but I was new last week. Welcome to the show. 
So nice to have you here. Where are you from, Nitrofish? Schluin. No problem. Nice to have you here. Schluin is uh, also joining us. Uh, fairly new here in the chat room. Uh, Nitrofish joins us from Iowa. We have viewers all over the world. It's, it's so interesting to see the viewership. And have you got any more postcards? No, no more postcards, unfortunately, which we, we covet. So send us a postcard. Our address is on our website, category5.tv. I want to see one from Timbuktu. Timbuktu? Yeah. That's a real place? That's what I want to know. You always hear in the movies, oh, go off to Timbuktu, but I don't know if it's real. So someone oh. from Timbuktu, send All a right. postcard. That makes sense. That makes sense. What do you got for me? There you go. That's kind of weird. But oh well. Click it. This one? Yeah. All right. There we go. Schluin is going to uh, send us a postcard from Barrie, Ontario. Ooh. That would be cool. Alrighty. Cool. So you're joining us from Barrie. Nice to have you here. Spread the word. Build up our local viewership. It'd be very cool. We're, of course, broadcasting from Barrie, Ontario, Canada. We had snow earlier this week. Awful Crazy stuff. stuff. All you in the warm places, you're lucky. Well, I post some pictures on Twitter on a regular basis, and this seriously, was taken from my iPod Touch just this week. Yeah. Unreal. Uh, sorry, but not to... I, I, I wanted to mention about viewer t uh, viewership. This is how it looks right now. I posted this on, on TwitPic because I just cannot believe that I cannot see anything for Germany, Netherlands, uh, we've got Ireland and the UK and all these areas are just so plastered in viewers right now. Like, these, these are live... Is that live viewers or... At that... Who've ever watched in the history no, of your show? No. If that was the case, then it would... It would no. That's, that is... It's a roll-off. So, as new viewers come on, it knocks off the other ones. Right? There's a limit as to how many can be there. Um, and that, is, that represents, basically, the week's viewership. Mm -hmm. So... But that is... That's just UK, Germany, that area of the North Sea. You're going to have to learn to nice speak. Nice to have you all here. Speak German. You yeah. Can do the show well, there's so many languages that are represented, uh, and that's, that's interesting as well, because we are predominantly English. A little bit of Klingon, but predominantly English. Bit Domican. Domican as well. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um... Let's see. Rob wants me to read some viewer testimonials. So, dear Robbie and the crew, I have been around since season one. Uh, Robbie, although I haven't been there for every show, you have. Not only are you consistent, but you have also consistently improved the standard of the show in appearance and content. You seem to have a knack for picking co-hosts or crew members who are good at their job. Obviously, this was sent before my news tonight. You have overcome adversity time and again. That, my friend, is impressive. I grew up with a significant physical disability, so I know how tempting it can be to quit rather than persevere. You have taken the high road, and that deserves some recognition. Um, you have literally brought Category 5 TV into your home and made it a part of your family, or maybe it's the other way around, but either way, that is quite a commitment on your part as well as your family, and thank you. And uh, as you can see over Jeez. here... What did I do? His head. <laughs> Do 
You're like, come on, read all this good stuff about no, me. No, that's... <clears throat> I seriously heard my voice doing that. <laughs> How did that happen? Okay, so for the crew... That's so nice, though. Thank you. Simply <laughs> said, you folks are great. In my opinion, your contribution and importance to Category 5 TV cannot be overstated. Like Robbie, you're committed and consistent in your efforts. Your professionalism comes through clearly. <laughs> Oh, thank you for your commitment and contribution to the enjoyment of Category 5 TV. You all make it look easy and fun when I know it cannot always be either. Your casual charm is contagious and fun to watch. I look forward to watching every episode, either live, truly the best way to watch, or through Myro. It's more than learning Linux, but that has been a big part of it for me. It's also being part of the community and feeling a shared interest in what you are doing. You have my respect and admiration. Keep up the great work. Ryan, a.k.a. Drumstick. That's that's very kind, Ryan. Thank you so much. I'm sorry that I hurt my voice just before. That's crazy. Do you want right. water? I, got, I, I like <laughs> like this, but I did hear what, uh, what Rachel was reading there. That's very, very kind, and I appreciate it. And very cool to have you here all the way from Season 1, as we're in Season 5 now. So, very cool stuff. But that's uh, that's all the time that we have for tonight. Well, it's convenient, right when you lost your voice. <laughs> yes, perfect timing. It's starting to come back to me now. That's hilarious. That'll make the blooper real. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey. Alrighty. Yes, Chris Reich, I am with you, sir. And I will sign off on that note. Hey, it's been nice having you here once again. Yeah, it's been nice being here. Yeah, have fun? Mm-hmm. They keep us good company in the chat room. Yeah. Nice to uh, nice to see everybody. Nice to have you joining us tonight, and I look forward to having you here next week. Don't forget, visit our website, Category5.tv. Go to my blog and find out how you can qualify and possibly win that brother multifunction center that we were looking at there with Mark. Uh, so check it out, Category5.tv. Thanks again for being here this week. Talk to you next Tuesday. Right. See ya. 